Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bobby. We're excited to talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventures. Thanks for listening. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. Clark and I thought we would do something a little bit differently. Um, at the, from the beginning of the podcast and starting the recording, doing it at our table, one of the things actually that we wanted to encourage you guys in um, was to do this uh, by yourself, with your spouse, with your um, roommate, with your family. And uh, we know something to uh, be super helpful would be to model that. And so sometimes we get into a little bit more teaching or breaking down, you know, what's going on or giving background information or um, maybe talking about different examples where we've seen certain things play out. And I think that can be helpful. But today we actually just wanted to model literally what it looks like when like Clark reads um, the chapter, chapter two, and and when I read chapter two and how we um, go about talking about it just with our family. So yeah. So so with that being said, we haven't spoken. We literally are reading it right now. We're not going to read the whole chapter to you. We'll spare you that and just hope that you read it yourself. But this is the first time we've talked about it. So with that being (laughs) said, Bobby, what? What stands out to you from from the scriptures? Well, I the first thing that stood out to me was actually in verse. Uh, like Clark said, we haven't really prepped this, so let me see. Um, I think it's verse four and five. On the contrary, we speak as men approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel. We are not trying to please men, but God who tests our hearts. Um, and then he goes on to say, you know, we never use flattery, and I think. What is standing out to me in those verses is just the that line, you know, we're not trying to please men, but God who tests our hearts. And, um, you know, I can think of countless stories. I'm sure if I sat in this and made space and time, uh, the Holy Spirit would help me remember times where maybe I would need to repent in this a little bit. Um, but where, where that exact thing has played out, where, you know, because of fear or anxiety or me needing to please someone, I have tried um, to seek someone else's approval yeah. other than God's. And so that was kind of the first thing that stuck out to me. What's one of the verses that's sticking out to you. Well, that's actually it. In those two verses, those okay. three verses there, the two questions I came up with in my own kind of head are one, um, what, when have I feared man more than God? Mm-hmm. And then secondly is what does it mean to be entrusted with the gospel? Mm-hmm. And so the first question when it talks about am I trying to get the approval of humanity or of God, mm-hmm. there have been multiple situations, especially in 2020 with the 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 polarization of the politics, the racial tensions, especially as they reached a high back in like June and July, mm. um, with COVID and the different opinions on that. Now you come in with vaccines. Within my family, within my friend group, within our church community, I have a good idea of what certain people think. I also have an idea of when we're going to do a podcast or I'm going to preach a sermon, what kind mm. of reaction I'm going to be getting from people. And so while that is not a, a dictator as to what I'm going to say or what I, I am or I'm not going to say, that is informing me. However, I got to submit that to God and say, God, help me to be mindful. Hey, Kit Kat, to be mindful of you and your word and, and what that means first and foremost, mm-hmm. regardless of what any family member, church member, community person is going to You say hi? Oh, that's a bright light on the microphone. That means the microphone's on. Do you want to say hi? Say hi. Hi. 
Hi, this kid's here with us today. And so anyways, that's one example in my life uh, where it's like, God, help me to fear you first and preach the word regardless of what any kind of reaction I'm going to get. No matter how many emails I get on Monday, help me to be faithful to your word. And so to you listeners out there, I give that to you saying, when it comes to these topics, at the first question we should ask is, regardless of what I think about the politics, the racial tension, COVID, the vaccine, education right now, all these things, how can I best represent you, Lord, Jesus Christ, King of the world, creator of me and everything else? How can I represent you in these situations? Mm -hmm. That should first and foremost inform how we think and how we speak and how we act. Um, so that's that's one example. Mm-hmm. The other question, I guess, was what does it mean to be entrusted with the gospel? Yeah, what does that mean? Well, I think that God, he gave, he gave up a lot, literally his life, so that we could have this trans- transforming story and power, uh, empowered to go and tell everybody else about who Jesus is and what he's done. Mm-hmm. And I just think how selfish of us to sit on our hands and be like, oh, thanks, God. Kumbaya, you gave this to me. And because it's uncomfortable or awkward, I'm not going to tell anybody else about it. And right. so it's like to be entrusted with something is like I'm giving you something of great value. What are you going to do with it? Yeah, that's you a know? good point. Yeah. Um, whether it's someone's like, hey, I entrust you with my children. Like I really hope you'll take great care of my kids because they're the most precious thing to Bobby and I. Or if I let you borrow my car, great. You can always borrow my car, but I'm entrusting it to you, and I just hope that you'll do your best to take care of it. Mm-hmm. So what does it mean for us to be entrusted with the gospel? I don't mm-hmm. know, I'll talk to Kit here. Do you have any thoughts <laughs> on what that means to be entrusted? Ooh. Um, well, in the message version, it said God tested us thoroughly to make sure we were qualified to be trusted. And so I just think of, um, like, okay, qualified. What does that mean? Um, and, you know, you might have heard it different ways that um, – that if God calls you to something, he's going to equip you. He's going to make sure you're qualified. And I just get a, a, a lot of assurance and a lot of hope in that, um, you know, that God didn't just give us this important message and, and send us out on our own. Like, no, he, um, he has enveloped us. He's gone before us. He's going behind us. He's the one working on the hearts um, of us and of those around us. And so, um, I think it comes down to like a little bit of these verses too, as I, as I'm reading them in verses four and five, the being qualified, um, pleasing God, pleasing men is, is where's your heart at? Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of, um, like, is the gospel a precious message to you? Like, where is your heart in that? Um, and then beyond that, where's your heart when you're relaying this message to other people? You know, I, I think Paul says in the message version, are you trying to butter them up? Like, are you using flattery and speech? Are you, oh, you got your goldfish. I got yeah. your goldfish. Yeah. <laughs> um, or are you speaking the truth in love? Uh, you know, where's your heart at? Because God knows where you, where's your where your heart is in that. And so that's sticking out to me a little bit too. Um, is there anything else? As the chapter continues, or anything else you're thinking? Yeah, one of the things I would add at the end is um, verses 13. Verse 13, it says, We thank God continually because when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it not as a human word, but as it actually is, Hmm. the word of God, which is indeed at work in you who believe. And I think that's that's such a powerful verse, especially for us today, where constantly, even within the church, the authority of the scriptures is brought into question. And again, we talked about this a few weeks back in a podcast. Mm-hmm. I also preached on this, but there's this thing called word theft. We're like, do you believe that this is God's word? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that the Bible is authoritative in your life? Yeah, yeah. You believe that it's without error? Yeah, yeah. 
And then you come to com- two completely different places on things right. that the Bible teaches really clearly. Mm-hmm. And so in it, I, I just going back to, we really believe that this is God's word, that God spoke through these human beings, and it's God's word inscribed in these pages. Mm-hmm. And it's not Peter's, just Peter's thoughts or Paul's thoughts or Moses' thoughts. It's, this is actually the word from God in heaven, empowered by the Spirit, to give us what we need to know right now. So yes, the power of the gospel to save us of Jesus Christ, but also how to navigate life right now, how to treat each other, how to act, how to repent, what marriage is supposed to look like, what Mm. friendship and community are supposed to look like, what generosity is supposed to look like. And it's not, again, just because this is some really clever thought from some guy in the Middle East. No, this is God's word. And it's those facts over feelings. It's I'm holding the Bible high above my emotions. And again, your emotions, your feelings, your circumstances, those things are important, but God's word's informing us on how to how we're supposed to navigate and interact with those people and situations. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's a good word. <laughs> daughter's sticking her straw. Oh, you guys. You need more now. She's saying more now, more water now. Um, you know, honestly, so for me, it was pretty much just those first couple of verses. Um, and that, so that for me would be verses that I would be coming back to throughout the whole day yeah. and just kind of meditating on. Clark has um, talked before, I think in sermons about uh, breath prayers and how that, that could easily be a, a breath prayer there too, you know, like inhale, uh, Lord, help me not work to please men. Exhale. God, uh, help me be reminded to to please you. Yeah. Um, and so that, that would be as simple as that. I mean, we're, I think, do you have anything else to add about the verses? The last, I just look at the very end of the chapter. I would say you, (laughs) one, you've been entrusted with the gospel and two, looking at verses 19 and 20, Paul's saying, look, why are we doing this? Like what, what's to brag about? What's our hope? What's our crown? What's our joy? And Paul's saying, it's you people, it's you, it's you listeners right now. He says, Mm -hmm. for what's our hope, our joy, our crown in which we will glory in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ when he comes? Is it not you? Indeed, you are our glory and our joy. And so I just want to encourage you, one, you've been entrusted with the gospel, but two, God's also entrusted people to be in your circle of influence, in your circle of life. And so who are you helping become your crown, your hope, your joy, that someday, by God's grace, we get to present to the Lord and say, look at who this person has become by the work of the Spirit, all by God's grace, but again, has been entrusted to you. Hmm. And so what does that look like for us? To be entrusted with the gospel, to seek the approval of the Lord, and really fight for our brothers and sisters. Remind them, you're a worshiper. (laughs) Kirby's here too we got the whole family affair Uh, what does it look like for us to be entrusted with these things and really be good stewards with what God's given us that's a good word yeah hello All right. Kirby says hi (laughs) okay you guys so that's literally what it looks like when Clark and I say hey um, have you read our scripture reading today what did you get out of it hey uh, yeah, I read chapter two. This is what I thought. And, um, Hey, not kid number one and kid number three interrupting the podcast, <laughs> not interrupting opportunities of grace. That's true. Yeah. Awesome. We where they it. really, where they get to see mom and dad, uh, making scripture an important part of their yeah. everyday. So, um, anyway, just wanted to give you guys a little example and, uh, encourage you to create space. I will definitely help yeah. you to create space in your daily life, uh, yes. with your spouse, with your roommate to Kirby, do this. We have a lot of friends listen to us talk about Jesus on the podcast. Is there anything you want to tell them about Jesus or what you've been learning lately? You have a verse, you have a verse you've been memorizing. Yeah. 
Can you tell them Psalm? What, what was the last Psalm we did on here? Hey, what about 121? Did you do Psalm 121? Tell them. When I lift my eyes. I lift my eyes up to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let my foot slip. He who watches over me will have no slumber or sleep. Indeed, he who watches over Israel has no slumber or sleep. The Lord watches over my life. He is the shade of my right hand. The sun will harm me by day or the noon by night. The Lord watches over my life, my coming and my going, both now and forevermore. Amen. Amen, girl. All right, so there you have it, friends and family. Uh, we pray that you have a great week. God bless you, and we'll talk to you on Friday. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. Have a great day.